Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. Today is the day the Lord's made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. As you listen to this podcast, I believe God will touch, heal, deliver, and set you free. Open your heart to receive now, and remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless. Hello, and welcome to Messages of Revival. This is Basil Howard Brown here. And we are talking about the anointing, understanding the anointing. And today we're going to continue with part two on how to transfer the anointing. I believe this series has been a blessing to you. Please share it with others. If you listen to the podcast, share your podcast. If you are watching the video podcast and YouTube channel, then share this as well. Let's read some foundation scriptures here. In Mark chapter 5 and verse 25, <clears throat> it says, A certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, had suffered many things and many physicians, had spent all she had, was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garment, for she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And immediately Jesus, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, Thou seest a multitude thronging thee, and thou sayest, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Now, I'm not going to go through this whole passage of Scripture we did in part one. I just want to mention this, that it, uh, you know, it took faith on both sides. Uh, I believe Jesus was walking around with an expectation that if somebody came by and touched him, he would release the anointing at any time. I believe we have to be ready at any time, day or night, two in the morning, four in the morning. Somebody call you, wake you up on the phone, say, hey, I need prayer. Be ready. Be ready to flow with the anointing of God. It's upon you and it's in you, and you can release that anointing at any time. Jesus was. He was ready to release that anointing. So when the woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of the garment of Jesus, she was placing a demand. When Jesus, from his point of view, was ready to release at any time. That's why she received that miracle like she did. In um, the book of Isaiah, chapter 10 and verse 27, says, It shall come to pass in that day, that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and the yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Notice the Bible does not say that it will break the yoke of bondage. Ministers do talk about this. They say how the anointing breaks the yoke. No, 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 folks. It destroys the yoke of bondage. And we've looked at this in previous podcasts, so I'm not going to go into too much depth, but let me just say this. When the anointing comes upon you, God destroys the yoke of bondage where the devil cannot come and give it back to you. When he sets you free, you are free indeed. Now, the devil might try to come and bring it back and bring thoughts in your mind and, and, and put things across your path that can make you stumble and fall. But remember something, when God sets you free by the anointing of God, you are free indeed. 
Do not allow that stuff to come back on you because the devil doesn't have the right to put it on you. He does not have that thing. It's broken. It's, it's destroyed. It's, it's finished. It's over. It's gone. You've got to let it go. Jesus felt virtue or anointing leave him. That tells me, and we looked at this already, the anointing is transferable. Not only is it tangible, but it's also transferable. In other words, I can give it away. Amen. Anointing of God's to give away. Given it shall be given unto you. The more anointing that you give away, the greater the anointing you'll walk in. It's on a daily basis. The moment she touched Jesus, the miracle of the healing took place. So placing a demand on the anointing is a very important thing. Anointing, uh, a demand on both sides, one for the anointing and one to give the anointing away. Let's have a look at the different methods because there's very many methods that God uses in the Bible. God uses different people in different ways and often different methods. You know, I've, I've met some ministers who feel like the way they minister is the only way to minister, but not necessarily. See, God will use individual people He'll use their personality and you'll reach other people's other people that I might not reach and I'll reach people that you might not reach. Uh, we all one body, all flowing and moving for the same direction, for the same thing. Um, sometimes people get upset over the method. I don't care about the method. I just, I look for the results. What is the fruit of it? So, in John chapter 20, verse 22, says, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. I mean, we're talking about Jesus breathing on people. Can you believe that? Breathing on people. Could you imagine that happening today, especially in this year we're in right now? You don't want to breathe on anybody. But let me say this. If God tells you to do it, you just do whatever God tells you to do. I've seen ministers breathe into a microphone, and thousands of people fall under the power of God. I've never done this per se, but I remember one day my, my brother Rodney was uh, in a meeting, and I was actually standing at the podium, uh, kind of drunk in the Holy Ghost, leaning up against the podium, and um, Rodney was down, you know, just breathing on people, and I kind of passed a comment to him saying, oh, you uh, just want I should never have said this. You just want to be like your older brother Gil. Because Gil had spoken to me about breathing on people. And and uh, so when Rodney had done praying for everybody, he came on the platform and he breathed on me. And power God hit me on the floor. I mean, I just hit down on the speaker and lying on the floor there, drunk in the Holy Ghost, getting a touch of heaven. Now, I've never breathed on people per se unless God tells me to do that. Uh, you know, even in the Bible where Jesus spat in the ground and made clay. I mean, you can imagine that. You know, it wasn't a holy spit. It wasn't a, t -t -t. I mean, like a holy spit. I mean, I think he reached down on the inside of him and just got everything out and just wah, spat on the ground and then began to make clay. I mean, he has to, if he's going to make clay, he's going to have to have some spittle. And so he makes clay and then he wipes this clay on the blind man's eyes and says, go and wash. Now the blind man's going, hey, I was blind, at least I was clean. 
Now I'm, I'm blind, but I've got, I've got spittle and clay washed over, or wiped over my eyes. And now I've got to go wash. But what happened to him was a miracle. I've seen that happen in real life where a minister on the platform actually spat in a, in a uh, we call it pot plants, which is not pot that you smoke. It's potted plants on a platform on a, in a crusade back in Africa. And he made, some, he made some dirt with his spit and then he wiped it on the man's eyes and immediately the man could see. So God uses these methods. They're just different methods. Um, but the bottom line is this. We, we, it's not the method that is the healer. It is Jesus that is the healer. You know, um, the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's another method. You can lay hands on people and release the anointing of God. Um, you can speak the anointing. I mean, there's times where you might be on the telephone speaking to somebody and they say, man, can you please pray for me? Well, you can't, you can't breathe on them. You sure can't spit on them. You can't lay your hands upon them. They're on the phone. So what do you do? You release the anointing by the words you speak. So imagine this, you sitting listening to this podcast and I begin to pray and I say, Father, I release your anointing upon every person that's listening to this podcast today that needs a miracle in their body. Right now, in the name of Jesus, you be made whole. You be healed and you be made whole in Jesus' name. I feel the anointing of God rising up here. I believe God's anointing is beginning to touch your body. You feel that anointing. Hey, I didn't breathe on you. I didn't spit on you. I didn't lay hands on you. But I release the anointing by the words that I speak. That's why when you're on the phone and other people on the other side say, Wow, I feel the anointing of God here right now. It's because of what you're saying with your mouth. It's, it's, it's a point of contact. That's what it is. Laying hands on people is a point of contact. Breathing upon people is a point of contact. I mean, whatever God says, even with, with your voice, it's a point of contact. And that's what we look for. We look for that point of contact so that people can connect with the anointing, connect with what God's doing, and then be made whole. Amen. Are you, are you following me? So there's different methods that God uses in different situations through different personalities. But there's not one method that is the only method. However God does this is the way God wants to do it. I'm always open. I say, Lord, do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Just use me. Use me. And if God uses us the same way all the time, I'm okay with that. If he does different things, I'm okay with that. I'm never going to put God in a box. I'm never going to limit to God to do only however I think it should be done. See, we, if we get into that mode, let me tell you what, we will be uh, dictating to the Holy Spirit how He's going to move, dictating to the Holy Spirit when He's going to move, and dictating to Him on how long He's going to move. But if we say, Lord, whatever we do, it's got to be You. Whatever we do, Lord, it's got to be You. And allow God to do whatever God wants to do. I'm telling you right now, folks, God would raise you up, God would release an anointing on the inside of you. God would change you in a very powerful way. And then God would begin to use you in a way that you never thought was possible by the anointing. Amen. By the anointing. So I want to I encourage you, get ready. God's doing some great things. And, and God's looking for people. He's looking for the vessel that will humble themselves, lay it all on the altar and say, God, come, set me free, change me, and then use me in a powerful way. Use me however you want to use me. 
Not my will, but your will be done. And I believe if that's your heart, if that's your heart's desire, your heart's cry, let God do whatever He wants to do and then don't dictate to Him. And don't be afraid when the anointing causes you to do something that you never thought you would do. Just step up to the plate, go ahead and do what God tells you to do and then watch the miracles that happen. Some people say, I'm afraid. If I try to lay hands on people, they don't get healed. What, what do I do then? Next, because you're not the healer. You're not the one that's healing people. All you are doing is doing what the Bible says. The Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, we see instant miracles happening. We love those miracles. They're fantastic. But there's also times when those miracles take time. And when they take time, don't worry about it. God's healing them. God's setting them free. And God's, God's teaching them a lesson. Even going through that in, in, in the steps towards the miracle. Trust God. Trust God. And see what He'll do. Praise the Lord. So, transfer the anointing. Give it away. And don't be so much concerned about the method. Because God will tell you how to do it or what to do. Even in, in a cloth. I, I remember, and let me share this testimony. Um, somebody showed up at a meeting one night and said, uh, can you pray for me, uh, uh, you know, on a handkerchief or something? My son's in hospital and um, uh, the doctors do not want to know what's going on. He's been in hospital for, I think it was over 10 or 12 days. Uh, I, I need a miracle. And, you know, I never really had a clean hanky on me. So I said, I'm going to just pray for you. I laid hands on them prayed the power of God knocked him on the floor. This is about 11.30 at night. The gentleman gets up, goes back to the hospital, walks in, takes his shirt off, throws it on his child. His wife's sleeping in the chair and, and, and his wife's like, hey, I, I feel the anointing God. Yo, what, what's going on? And, and, he, and he explains what happened. Let me tell you what, the next morning that child woke up totally healed by the power of God, totally healed. See, God can use a cloth. It's just a point of contact. He actually came back to the revival meeting because we were there for like another 12 or 15 days. And he came back, brought his child, brought his bill. And he said, look at this, the day you prayed for me and I went back to the hospital and I threw my shirt on my child. Look at all the bill. The bill was just growing. Thereafter, the day thereafter was observation, 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 observation. And then they let him go. They, they said, we don't know what happened. But in actual fact, we do. It was the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the anointing of God upon that cloth, upon that t-shirt that he threw on that person, on, that, on his child, and he was totally healed by the power of Almighty God. So trust God, folks. God can do anything, and He will do anything as long as we allow Him to do anything through us. And, and so I'm trusting, I'm trusting that this message has been a blessing to you. Get out there, do what the Bible tells you to do, lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. I'm believing for supernatural miracles. And I'm believing for a supernatural anointing that would flow from God's throne into you and then through you. God bless you and join us again. We'll be back. Love you all. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart, take out the hardened heart, and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. 
I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I am ready for your coming and always will be. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.